0: We are Marquette. We are Marquette. We are Marquette. We are Marquette. We are. We are Marquette. We are Marquette. We are Marquette. We are
1: Marquette.
0: We are Marquette. Hi, I'm Amanda Godhart, and I work in the Office of Marketing Communication as a project manager. And today I have with me
1: Hi, I'm Angela Masaho. I'm a graduate student here at Marquette. Um, I also did undergrad here studying speech pathology and audiology, and I also did public relations. And right now I'm in grad school for speech language pathology.
0: So I think what started the whole idea of maybe doing this uh, podcast is because of how you had come over to tell me this amazing news about how you were going through. I don't think it was final yet when you discussed with me but like you were saying that you were going through the naturalization process to become a U.S. citizen you know that's really interesting because I'm adopted from India and how like can you tell me a little bit about the process because obviously my process was much different like what like how did you decide like I'm going to do this and now go (laughs) right
1: it wasn't cheap it was like $700 so yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it started, mine took about seven months. I know some people who took almost a year, eight months, so mine, I thought mine was pretty timely in that sense. Um, I started around April, that's when I submitted everything and that's when they received it. And then, so I had to wait a month or a few weeks to um, get the biometrics. so that's like your fingerprinting and your picture and everything. That happened and then I had to wait I want to say like five months to get my interview. So the interview I was so nervous. Man, I couldn't even drink my water. I didn't have water. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I had my interview. So I did the English test, the civics test, and they just asked me about you know what I do now. So I went into my interview on Thursday and then Friday I checked online if there was any updates and they told me that they already scheduled my oath ceremony the next day so I was like oh okay and it said that I'm gonna have my oath ceremony like in a week so I just missed elections but you know it was like a month and then it was five months of waiting for the interview and then it was another two weeks to get to my oath so it was almost seven months that that process took yeah I'm curious to know what kind of questions they ask in the interview
0: as well as, I mean, obviously you've been in school for a while, so you know testing and that kind of thing. But, like, what was that like? And and I think looking, kind of knowing, like, everybody's taking this test. Do you feel like it was a pretty easy test for people that have just, like, went through that education? And then, like I said, stepping back, um, I just am kind of curious at, like, what your different points of view, being here for so long versus somebody that maybe just got to the united states and decided they want to do this
1: okay that's actually really interesting because um so again there's two parts of the test which is the history slash civics test that's one and then the other one is um the english test so i think the english test is super easy but again i'm biased so stepping back let's say i am about to take the test and i just came here like three years ago i think it's simple enough because what i did was They asked me to write a sentence in English, which of course I could do. So if somebody has a basic knowledge of writing um, in English, that would be good. But maybe if they have some sort of different system the way they write, maybe it's a little different. You were also asked to read a, a sentence in English. And then for the civics test, they give you a booklet actually when you take your fingerprinting, so your biometrics they give you um, this packet with like a hundred questions and those are the questions that they will ask you on the test but not all of it Um, because they pick ten questions in there you actually need to get six out of the ten questions correct for you to pass and once you get to six correct they stop asking questions again if you know how to read English it's gonna be easy it's a packet you know so they really try to give you you know the opportunity to pass because they give you all the resources so And there's also, like, things online where you can take practice tests and everything. But those are multiple choice, and you don't have multiple choice when you're actually at the interview. Um, but, yeah, it's it's not hard if you have only been here for a few years, but you definitely need to know, like, the basics. Do you get to
0: meet anybody during the process
1: that was going through this at the same time as you? Oh, this— really nice lady from Belize during the oath ceremony we were sitting next to each other uh, I never got her name but <laughs> she was like yeah I had to call off work because I had to come in here and you know do the oath and my coworkers were so excited for me and told me to take a lot of pictures so I was her photographer that day because <laughs> she didn't bring any family with her so I was like I'll be your photographer I'll be there <laughs> so yeah that was really nice Speaking of during the oath, I'm curious,
0: you seemed like you kind of kept it under under wraps for a little while. Uh, did you tell your family members or friends that you were doing it? And why did you not want to, you know, just tell people that you were doing, going through this, this big process?
1: So, yes, I did keep it, you know, kind of under wraps. Um, only a few people knew. Of course, my mom knew and my siblings knew. I told a few friends, told my boyfriend. Um, I I think I didn't want to tell people because I am just a very nervous person, and I'm worried that, you know, what if it doesn't go well, and I'm celebrating too early. So um, that's why I just kind of told people, like, yeah, I, I'm i just going through this thing. I have to go to Chicago, like I told you guys, you know, yeah. <laughs> very vaguely. <laughs> But um, I decided that I think it's better to celebrate when everything is done and over with. Um, I don't want to, like, you know, do, like, a premature celebration when it's not going to go well. And I think I knew deep down that it was going to go well, but I didn't want anything wrong and then have people say, like, oh, you can do it next time or something like that. But, yeah.
0: Well, I'm curious. What did your mom say? I mean, was there any kind of pride to your original country that you had citizenship to, that she that was that ever in question from other people that were like, oh, why would you want to become a citizen if you're already a citizen of here?
1: So I grew up here and my mom lives in the Philippines. Um so how we talked about it was she knows that she brought us here to give us a better life. And she knew that, you know, she also gave me a choice like do you want to go back to the Philippines? Or do you want to stay? And that was me at, like, I think I was a teenager when she asked me that. And I thought that, you know, she trusted my decision enough when I was young to know that I know what I wanted in the future, which was a good choice on her part because it really helped me mature. She knew that I wanted to stay here and have a family here and, like, live here. And if if I wanted to visit or if she wanted to visit, we can go see each other. So... I think she was going to, she was, she's okay. You know, she said, congratulations, like, I'm happy for you. But also she did bring up the, you know, possibility of doing a dual citizenship. And I think that's a good idea, you know, because most of my family is in the Philippines. So that gives me an easier option to go back and, you know, live my life here at the same time. So that was like a good middle, but I will cross the dual citizenship bridge when I get there. As far as like the entire process that you went through, were there anything
0: that you that surprised you that maybe they um kind of curious if there's anything that surprised you.
1: The naturalization term. I still don't understand it. I, <laughs> right. I was like, was I fake before? I don't know. And people didn't even know and like when I was going through it, when I finally like revealed to the world that I was a citizen, that they're like, Oh, I didn't even know you weren't that and I'm like I mean, you really can't tell until I say something. So I don't really know what natural means. So I thought that was just like a term that they figured out like, oh, you've fixed, you know, you've kind of assimilated yourself to the norm. Mm -hmm. So you are naturalized. But I still don't understand it. (laughs) Right. Right. I think that and it's probably one of those antiquated things
0: that it just haven't I don't I don't know if anybody's really decided that they're going to take up you know, a cause for, like, this name kind of thing because it is also, like, you know, um, I think there are, there's a lot of emotions I can go with, you know, going through this process. And um, I'm kind of curious and this current state that we're in and obviously all the immigration issues that there are. uh, I was recently reading that with naturalization process, like, there's a huge backlog now. Because I mean, you've probably have thought about becoming a citizen for a while. Like, did anything change? Or did you feel like, I have to quickly do this because of the political climate and I need my voice heard? Or I'm curious as to how you feel about things like that.
1: So I actually did start my process because of this political unrest. I don't want to get too political, but then also I will be affected. So I... I did tell my mom, like, you know, this, I don't know what's going to happen. They're really, like, you know, cracking down. So I started that process, and I think it went okay for me because of my background. You know, they do extensive background checks. Like, I have my bachelor's degree. I'm going to grad school. So I think maybe that sort of, like, helped speed up the process. And I'm not married to anybody. Like, I'm single. I don't have any kids, so maybe it's just like my case that helped me move this thing forward so about you know immigration slowing things down it's maybe for those who who haven't been here as long or have kids which is kind of sad to think about because you know these are kids they don't they don't really have a choice they're with their family so it's it's a hard topic but i do think that you know everybody deserves to have an equal opportunity and a fair race towards, you know, naturalization if they want to.
0: Yeah, you know, um we were saying like it, the the person with the one paper, right? that had his baby picture on it. That's um my naturalization has me as a 5-year-old with pigtails and I'm not very smiley in that picture. It's a bad picture, but <laughs> um but that is one of the things that always concerns me is because I have this one Document And that's it. Like I don't have a birth certificate. I don't have it filed anywhere and that kind of thing. And so like when I had to get my marriage certificate or things that require that sort of document, your birth certificate or whatever, I just like held on to this because I was – and I – it's actually kind of a joke. I It took me many years to get my marriage, my name changed because they wanted me to mail my document in and I'm like – ah, uh, no, like this is not leaving my possession because, you know, this is it. And it does make me nervous. I mean, in this in this climate that I worry about driving down the street and if I get stopped, am I going off to an ice center?
1: Yes, I also have that naturalization paper. And whenever I have to leave, you know, Wisconsin to go home, I have to bring that paper with me because it gives me some peace of mind. To get your passport, you have to send in your original copy of your naturalization certificate and i'm like if i give that away how how am i gonna prove that i am a citizen so i'm really just trying to hold back i'm probably gonna make like 10 copies of it put it in like you know my little folder of important things and send that in once it's ready once i'm ready actually so you know my friends told me like if you're gonna be a citizen Like, you have to get your passport right away because it proves that you are a citizen. But, you know, the process of just getting the passport itself is like, you have to give up this one sheet that you got to prove that you are a citizen. So I totally understand where you're coming from. (laughs)
0: Um, actually, it's,
1: it is kind of funny because why
0: I was saying it took me five years to change my my last name. Um, I kept telling him that I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was going to stick, which is kind of funny. For my passport, I did go to Chicago because you can you have the option to do it in person. I do everything in person because I just don't ever want to not have my pass my naturalization paper with me. Um, what would you say now that you're naturalized? What would you say are you looking forward to the most?
1: Um, Now that I'm naturalized, I'm really looking forward to just having a voice, you know, again, with this just political differences and unrest that's going on right now. I want to be able to have a voice and be a voice for those who can't. Because there are some, you know, permanent residents who have been here for years, but just have never had the guts to go through naturalization. And they're basically, they're here, they live here. So I think that I want to be part of that voice because they can't vote, but now I can. So I'm really excited to have a voice. And I mean, I'm not running for any like political position, but you know, being able to just send an email and like be a little bit more active is... I think what I'm really looking forward to.
0: Now that you've been a US citizen for like a month, uh, how how different do things feel?
1: I honestly don't feel any different, Amanda. I mean, I've been here, I've lived here, I've spoken this language, I have done the American things, you know, there is to do. So I think that regardless of background, I it's important to just respect each other, Right now, I don't feel any different, and again, like, you know, people were asking me, like, wow, I didn't even know that you weren't American until you said that you were a citizen, and I think that really just speaks to how much you really don't know about people until they tell you something, so...
0: Well, Angela, I really appreciate having this time to talk with you, and I think it is interesting, um, even though our paths are different to uh, becoming a U.S. citizen, but how similar a lot of the um, feelings. I think probably more so, and some of the yeah, like the nervousness of things. But um, so, just thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. Thanks,
1: Amanda.